Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Nobody panic! Yay! Woo! Hello and welcome to another episode coming to you live from the Isolation Tower. Uh, my, uh, my name's Stevie Martin. Full name today. <laughs> so formal. Nice to meet you, Stevie Martin. My name is Dessa Coates. Uh, this is Nobody Panic, the podcast. Uh, if this is your first one, then come on in. Uh, welcome. You if might it's not, get out. <laughs> get out. This is only for first-timers. We do not want you here if you're a long-term fan. Uh, no, if you're first-timers, uh, come on in. We're thrilled to have you. We've had lots of new people joining us. This is, you know, well, I mean, I was going to say, don't start here, but do. <laughs> Why not? Look, Why not? Uh, you, you've read about us in the Daily Mail. Why not? Before we get into, like, anything, uh, we, have a, some, we, have some, we have some light announcements Ooh, to, Lord, to do. Oh, Lord, yes, please. Um, uh, so we, the first announcement is um, we did, well, we didn't do, Tessa organised. Oh, I think we did. I very much helped for moral support, but Tessa very much made, made um, an Only Connect quiz on Zoom called Nobody Connect. And it, we did it, and it was... We genuinely thought four people would would arrive. We hit max capacity on Zoom. Uh, not we a had thousand, to, we had but... to be one in, one out on a on a quiz. <laughs> it was like a nightclub. It was so 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 fun. Um, so we decided to do it again, and we're going to do it. We just thought we'd give you advanced warning on May fifth at seven thirty, and the Zoom link ID will be a drop in at four thirty. Now there will be a capacity and another cap on the amount of people who can come in. So essentially, it's first come, first served. If you're late, you've snoozed. I think that's the phrase. That's the phrase. Uh, that will be a Tuesday, two Tuesdays from now, or it could be to the in the past if you're listening to this out of sync i'm, I'm so sorry unhelpful you've missed it um no it's gonna be a tuesday again at 7 30 come on in for those who joined us last time it obviously will be a new quiz i'm not an idiot i'll make you a new one people who joined last time everyone booed me at the end because i forgot to do the missing vowels round and i had to make one up on the fly but i promise we'll be taking the missing vowels round very seriously and it'll be you know there's also we're going to try and do a youtube oh yes we're gonna do a youtube live episode where you can come in watch us we can't comment but you can open it up on your screen watch us record it and then ask questions in real time it's going to be a Q&A session so essentially we'll be like your like very badly placed poorly placed and poorly experienced agony ants I'll be representing a sort of fun drunk uh, aunt with a with a history and I'll be a sort of horrible mean 
miserly ant and that'll be tuesday the 19th of may at 7 30 uh, but more of the more of that uh, information as as we get it you can be the sort of aunt who just keeps whispering sometimes like you're not in the will you know <laughs> yes yes that's uh, you're yes. not set to inherit the cups like that <laughs> follow us on uh, twitter or instagram or if you're ever that's probably where the information is It'll be on Twitter and Instagram, so it'll be at Nobody Panic Pod or our personal Instagrams at Stevie M, the S is a five, at Wheat Pray Love. That's Tessa's. You're so quick, you're so good. So quick, so good. Um, but today's episode is about how to be more body positive. So this was a suggestion that we had from Lucy. Thank you very much for your suggestion. Now, obviously, the body positivity movement is very very positive as you'd imagine but there are like criticisms of it and elements of it so it's sort of like just like to be having more body positive in this period of time lockdown's very difficult to it's actually to be honest lockdown is not it's difficult anyway it's difficult to like yourself and it's not just about weight it's about every element of your body how how, how you look and how you appear i don't think we've actually done anything about this b- before so fascinating no. to know what pops out it's an absolutely i've written here what a deep and complex minefield that's what you've written in your notes. Yeah, and that's it. So best of luck for the rest of the episode. <laughs> no, I think it is. I think it's an absolute minefield to wade into. And I think everybody will be bringing such a different experience to it. And mm, Everybody, know, all so two public. of us. All two of us. All two of us. No, it's the sort of thing that, you know, any every single person would be able to be like, oh, here's my feelings on this is what I meant, you know? A hundred percent, yeah. I will never forget my friend saying to me that she couldn't wear a particular type of puff sleeve because her head was too small. And then she put it on and it was like, I, you are the only person who thinks your head your head looks too small when you wear a particular type of sleeve. Your experience is valid, but don't, please don't put too much onus on that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Imagine to serious, you know, there's obviously body dysmorphia and things like that. But I think so many of us, especially women, but also definitely men to have a sort of a hint, a little sprinkling, a soupçon of body dysmorphia. Oh, I think everybody's got it. And it's I mean, it's understandable where it comes from. But uh, there's nobody who got out scot-free or there's nobody who doesn't have, you know, a, a pet area of their body that they don't like to show off or something that they wouldn't wear or a particular obsession with like. For me, it would be cardigans for sort of ten years. I was a, what, so, what was the, what was the cardigan meant to um, help you with? Well, my knees, of course, Stevie. Are you serious? <laughs> no, of course not. I was obsessed with the idea of like I never wanted to get my upper arms out, you know, because I've got that. Uh, I th- and I'm going to I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but confidently, um, calatolin parasis. No idea. It's those red spots on the back of your arm. Oh, yes. You have told me about that. Yes, I remember you saying, and it's one of those things that I don't have and I've never noticed on you and I've seen your upper arms, oh, d- upwards of 10 times. But it's exactly. Because you really, you really notice it. Exactly. And so some people do have it and are like, are like, oh my God, yes. And some people are like, what's that? And have no concept of it. And it's such, which is such, which speaks so much to the whole body issue. It's like, there are some things that you have and you're absolutely obsessed with them. And if you don't have it, you've literally never noticed it in in somebody else. Anyway, it's this sort of red bumps um, all up and down your arm. And I was so obsessed with them as a teenager. And you can like cite it as like one incident in which like somebody when I was 12 said that I had like had bingo wings. And then you're like, oh, well, that's that's going in deep into my subconscious and never coming out again. And so 
I wore cardigans, you know, for, for years and years and years and years and years. My God, how, how much time I've lost and how many events and social events I've felt really awkward or haven't been able to enjoy because I've just been like, well, everyone... I'm, I've got upper arm issues as well, but my, my, my issue is just that no matter what the rest of my body is like, I just can't get away from the fact that my upper arms look like they've been pumped up with a bicycle pump like I look like one of those things outside garages and it's so frustrating because I've, I've been quite thin I've, I've been thinner than I am now I've been bigger than I am now and the one thing that remains is that those those boys are not toned and it really frustrates me so but, but like I've seen now pictures of myself when I was 25 24 being like and I'm like, like also like literally who is looking at them who Nobody is cares. looking at them no one cares and I never ever like never wore summer outfits and I used to obviously dress like um what's the word a ring grace throughout most of <laughs> <laughs> you wondered what you were going to come up with and I was going to help you by saying like uh, a goth yeah. no I was never would have come up with ring wraith. I was going to say like um an out and about vampire very much a vampire about town that was you were a vampire about town and also but also often like not even a gothy look it would just be like a you know how in some of those um shows or tvs about vampires where they just look like um they're wearing normal clothes but for the 1800s so it's like it's not necessarily black it's just very covered and like they've been superimposed onto the situation that's what like in all photos at uni when everyone's out on the field out on the meadows and i'm in like a full like uh fully sleeved right up to the neck right down to the knee uh, sort of very thick dress made of like tapestry material yeah, yeah. A, a, t- a tapestry from neck to toe yeah uh, people used to court say that I looked like a barrister because I always <laughs> looked like I was about to walk into a courtroom at any point and that was all stemming from the fact that I didn't want to get my upper arms out because they looked slightly inflatable astounding, astounding. it was the it was actually the wig actually I think there was a powdered <laughs> wig that really came the, the powdered wig <laughs> and yelling order all the time that really, but anyway we, we've sort of already objected that was it. We, we, we've already kind of like got, we've got a lot to talk about with this and not just our own experiences looking at other things and also like good people that you could follow as well that can, that can help you out on social media but before we do have you done any adult things this week any well I got through the day and what more do you want really yeah no, I have got one actually go on yeah. please <laughs> I was quite up for that one but yeah go for it yeah well that's the thing isn't it the bar's so low well due to both my out of control late night shopping and uh, the delay in the postal service, things have been arriving that as a constant surprise to what they are. Right, yeah. <laughs> so it's like a gift. It's like a gift from Father Christmas coming every day. Like, what's he brought today? And, and every time it's a surprise and it's a real insight into my mental health like two weeks ago. <laughs> and so the other, like last week, um, some Soviet Union wooden pegs arrived <laughs> because <laughs> we didn't have any clothes pegs. So I was like, I'll go and buy some on Amazon. They didn't have any wooden pegs. So I was like, I'll get some on eBay. And instead of just buying the first ones, I was like, in, entered a four hour, you know, deep dive into the history of Soviet Union pegs. So they came. And then this week, some copper effect paint arrived. Holy shit. Just yeah. to, to make everyone very clear, Tessa's doing DIY. She's doing a flap at the moment. In, I would say like, bordering on unhealthy but still on the side of healthy obsession with copper piping (laughs) everything is made out of copper piping beautiful wardrobe made out of exposed copper piping but i'm 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 starting to feel that we're moving towards a situation where things are being made out of copper piping that didn't need to be made that's correct that's very correct there's so much copper pipe in this house and then some fucking copper effect paint has arrived so you can make a a copper wall is that what you're gonna have yes (laughs) with this special pantina thing what's a pantina no one knows it's a way to make the copper sort of oxidize so it looks like it's got this basically like imagine you're walking into like a beautiful old ruined building in cuba 
that's okay. got this like amazing the wall is like years of paint like stripped away and so it's got this incredible like plastering pattern on it can you visualize it i can i mean cuba i've not been but i feel like i'm there now you feel like you're there in it so that i guess is my aesthetic and the reason it looks nice is because it's like 200 years old can you create it (laughs) with some paint you got on instagram no the answer is no ah stevie what's yours my adult thing is also online shopping based i've gi- i've imposed uh, an online shopping ban on myself because i don't really have enough i mean i don't have at all enough money to do it but because obviously self-employed uh, some people listening here you know work and, and i'm like what what the hell what the hell is wrong with you why are you buying all this stuff but i i, I can't stop it's it is definitely um as well like you said i said like I'll be reading, it's, it tends to be when I've caved and I've read um, the tweets along to Trump's press conference, I will immediately then like buy some brogues and I don't... It's, it's very, very retail therapy, isn't it? Yeah, and it happens so smoothly that I don't realise I'm doing it and then suddenly I've done it. And Also, bit, you think to yourself like, oh, well, I'll spend the money I would have spent uh, on the tube. That also very much a thing but then it turns out that i'm spending maybe more but oh. also also because no money's coming in oh, so that's yes. <laughs> that's the difference there no um, one's saying it's a good idea <laughs> <laughs> terrible idea so I, i've put a ban on almost i'm not allowed to buy any more sort of online purchases and the thing that tipped over the edge was when at 4 a.m i bought a pair well, i bought two pairs of um cuffs uh, just just cuffs that button underneath the idea is that you can wear them with long sleeve as tessa pointed out earlier to me before we started recording you will wear them with long sleeve clothes won't you yes i thought they were like a gauntlet you know like going into the thunderdome wearing your cuffs (laughs) oh lord no they're supposed to be they're like fashion cuffs so ideally i've I've got one in black and one in white i mean as in one pair in black and one pair not like a a jester (laughs) although you say jester and that is a very good word because they are they look like clown slash jester cuffs so you know how like high fashion when you look at it it's the detailing that you go oh that's a weird like like a very incredibly puffed sleeve for example or like or maybe a a sleeve that finishes in an incredibly wide bell shape that is so impractical you can't imagine doing anything those are the cuffs that i've bought so i will look like a court jester slash clown slash again but victorian barrister so yeah stopping online shopping stopping it that's ever so healthy of you well done stevie let's see what happens next week when i tell you about the other things that i've bought right body positivity so i don't know about you tessa but i didn't really know that much about the movement in general because i just sort of like go along the whole like oh yeah that sounds nice but there's a lot of infighting within the body positivity movement and if you're not aware of what the movement is very very simple set up to just celebrate the brilliance of the human body basically regardless of what shape or size you are it's often very much uh, focused on people who are bigger because they've been very uh, not visible in you know magazines in films in they're not represented or they haven't been represented and they're to be honest they're still not and so it's trying to undo years and years and years of feeling like we all have to be whatever size or shape is kind of hot right now which when we were growing Growing up, Tessa, I'd uh, imagine it's the it was for me anyway. It was the the double zero, the sort of mm-hmm. I just always remember. There's an image of Nicole Richie r- running along a beach, and she looks and like look being thin is absolutely fine, but she very much starved herself down to that. And she it, and I remember looking at it and being like, right, it was a very very sick way of thinking, but it was put on me I remember reading it the article and rather than going oh my god she looks awful I was like oh my god right I look so different how am I gonna how am I going to even attempt that? Because no matter how much I'd starved, I would never look like that. And I think it, it, it causes it caused a lot of long-term issues. And now, even though 
we're living in a much more diverse place with more diverse image imagery around us it's very much sold as this illusion of like that's just who i am i guess i guess i do a few squats every day and i've got this butt it's like you bought that butt that butt costs tens of thousands of dollars what i found very interesting is so i would have thought uh oh right well body positivity that's just that's great what what could possibly go wrong and Mm. i'm not going to go deep into all the criticisms of course but there is um there is some criticism leveled at the movement because some some um i would say more extreme i don't like saying more extreme followers of the movement because that doesn't quite sound right but i hope you know know what i mean and there's sort of more staunch there's, there's like a spectrum and on one side of the spectrum people a, a very um like well you're 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 not you're not fat enough to be involved in this movement you know and then the and then the other being like well actually it focuses on kind of acceptably pretty people who are also fat and then it was like well it's fine for you to accept your body and be positive about you, your body because you want a beautiful face and there's lots of these sorts of arguments that go along with people being like well right. what about very black bodies what about is it ableist like is it like there's lots and um, does it involve enough people and then the uh, I mean also please me- message me if I've got it all wrong and that's not but that's what I've sort of seen from various debates and, and things like that that I've, I've read about but then the other thing as well underpinning all of it is that sometimes it's actually really hard to just, it's exhausting to just love your body all the time. You actually, Mm. that presents this whole other thing of like, oh, you failed because you don't love your thighs. And it's actually really hard if you don't like, I still don't like my upper arms and they're fine. But if I, and and it's, it's so hard to then be like, oh God, what's wrong with me? You know, why can't I just wear a little tank top and a crop top and go, why am I so shit? Why can't I love myself? Like all these people are on Instagram and being so, so, so uh, confident. So it can make people feel a little bit lesser. But I'd say overall, it is still very much a positive thing. There's a, there's the, that, that's why there's been an offshoot of it, the body neutrality movement, where you're, like you're basically, if loving your body feels too hard, it's more of an attainable goal. So the the movement is is all about sort of literally like apathy about but what your body looks like and focusing on what it can do, which I feel like is could be more achievable and is possibly as well probably what the body positivity movement is kind of you know like it, they could all live together. You know? Yes, absolutely. I think there are so many articles that are say things like um, how these inspirational women learnt to love their bodies. And it sort of gives the thing that like their bodies are inherently unworthy of love. Yes. But they managed to learn to love them. And it gives this like the discussion around it is this like, well, how did you learn to love that totally unlovable dog shit thing? You you're know? so brave. You're so brave. Yeah, you're so brave for learning your your terror learning to learning to love, you know. Yeah. And then and therefore it feels like a constant failure if love is not, you know, immediately there. Whereas I think it exactly what you're saying of like I think really it's this realization of being like, Oh my God, my body's incredible and and it's not learning to love it, it's learning to it's unlearning the many 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 years of quietly consumed information yeah since the day we were born like you are literally born and the moment you start ingesting culture you are ingesting a ideal of what a woman should look like and also for men what a man should look like a man is muscly and broad-shouldered and slim-hipped and a woman depending on what decade you live in but a woman looks like this and it's so damaging yeah I think it's so damaging this makes me laugh the very first time I think I realized that sort of beauty was an inherently cultural idea which is not something I had the words to vocalize but I did have the thought process I was in year four and we were learning about the Tudors and 
and we learned that um Anna it was very Cleves. Anna of Cleves, yeah. And we learned that it was very fashionable to have a massive forehead and that you had to pl- women in the court plucked out all the hairs in their forehead. And I was like, well that is that's absurd. Like what an insane thing to do. And I think it makes you realize that like what we understand beauty to be is not inherent feeling it's it's completely cultural even what in the last 10 years it's completely changed and if you had been alive <laughs> during the reign of henry the eighth you'd have been at home crying because your, your forehead wasn't big enough you know and so it's whatever you think oh i i need to be this or i need to be xyz it's like well do you or is that you know like we we only very in human memory we used to do chinese foot binding like the most beautiful thing was to have the special lotus flower feet and to have these tiny feet and everyone was like yeah that's that's it that's the that's the sexiest thing you can be (laughs) i I don't know if it was like sexy but it was very it wasn't supposed to i can't i can't remember but i'm not (laughs) sexy small feet but it's it's supposed to show like it's it's all that thing about being feminine isn't it and that's the unfortunate thing about and exactly like you're saying it's not the men got away scot-free with this absolutely the ideal for a masculine body is there but the female body is like can you be less please can you have smaller feet? Can you take up less space? Can you be thinner? Can you be size zero? Can you literally be wasting away? And then our instinct is to be like, can I cover myself up? Can I cover my arms? Can I cover myself from head to chin? You know, so that I'm, I, I'm less and I don't, you know, it's all about this, like this less thing, which makes me so, yeah. so furious. Yeah. And also there's, there's all a whole different thing as well that obviously we as, as two white ladies don't have, which is the, like how black women feel in in the space as well that they are too much that they are like looked at in this kind of like overly exotic way that their bodies are sexualized when they're not even like all like they're just going about their daily business and and the, the way that they are put they have been portrayed in in pretty much everything throughout the ages has been so much worse than how you know we've been portrayed and and they've got an even bigger fight and so it, it that's why it's so great that there are there are there are now so so many people who are fighting and fighting just to just to be able to exist and look like they look and just like go about their day the other day my boyfriend was sort of mentioned that he's seen quite a lot more of like male oriented products being like well, get rid of those those horrific greys and like male moisturizer products and male anti-aging products being and it was like oh, i'm really noticing that really and it's like yeah i mean this is I've been noticing that for women since I was like five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you, you are told that there's there's so it's the body positivity and feeling like your body is so much more than like how much you weigh. It's about like how old you are, what you're like the like. Do you have freckles? Do you not have freckles? You're, the size of your nose, like your ears, like every single element of your body as a woman is like picked apart, and a product has been created to make it more acceptable whether that's skin lightening or skin uh, toning or skin de-aging or like and the whole thing is such a minefield that there's you can't be down on yourself I think the main thing to take away from it is you can't be down on yourself for having off days because it's not your fault it literally isn't your fault If, if we were all living in like caveman times like there'd be you know obviously there'd be like a caveman who was attracted to a cave woman because she had like wide 
childbearing hips and that meant that she could push out more kids or something. But it'd be a lot more simple than what it is, you know? Mm. I think it's that, ultimately it comes back to that like idea of capitalism, if I may. Oh, um, here we go. Ding, ding! Here we go. Ding, ding, ding. The capitalism wagons rolling into town and saying that, that quote about how nobody can sell you anything if you aren't sad. <laughs> Famously, famously spoken by Henry Ford. Um, <laughs> I think it's that. The father of capitalism. It's like that nobody can sell you anything if you don't believe something is lacking. Yeah. And so if you aren't, you know, if you aren't constantly told that this thing is bad about yourself, then you won't be forced to buy a product to make it better. And so if you're a happy person, they can't sell you anything because you've already got all the things you need, you know, mm. because you don't need you don't know there was a problem, so you've no need to fix it. And and that's what the entire beauty industry relies on is like, fix those wrinkles, tighten that skin, get those bright eyes, like cover those greys, like fix everything about you. And if you don't believe there's anything to be fixed, then you can't, then you, then you, they can't sell it to you, you know? Because you're happy. And so you'll just be buying the things that you need rather than things that people are desperately like forcing you to need that you don't. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, I wanted to, if I may, just list a couple of people that are on Instagram that I really Please. like because I found it really helpful to, apart from obviously now, anyone who's listened to the podcast before will know that I only follow ducks and tortoises and dogs and memes. But before, when I was following people, I very much tried to follow all different types of people. And I think it's so important to follow people who are bigger than you, who are smaller than you, who have a different type of body to you, who have completely different, um, from different backgrounds. I mean, it just It just undoes some of that, like, like horrible programming that we've all had sort of slightly different versions of um the people that i really like are number one is um body body posi panda so follow her she's got millions of followers that's megan she is body positive sort of activist and lots of just lovely joyful photos of her in her pants all of her captions and all of her instagrams are just really like lovely messages that make you go like ah yes yes Yes, please. Thank you. Then Radhika Sangana, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, who started the hashtag side profile selfie to help people with beautiful big noses feel better because 
my lord i've got a friend who's got um a sort of a larger nose and she was telling me about how like every single person who you see on uh, tv in films they've all had nose jobs like everybody and i i've i'm noses aren't something that i'm particularly sensitive about so you don't really notice you only really notice the things that you're sensitive about don't you but once she told me about that i couldn't get over how like frustrating that must be to have like a normal nose and not see a normal nose anywhere and constantly be like my nose is, is wrong. It's, it's so demoralising. Anyway, so she started this great thing where she's... It's just like, just basically no, normalising normal noses. Um, Libby Phillips, who creates illustrations. I always like a bit of an illustration break on my feet to help the kind of Bopo movement. And it's also, you know, like, like she deals with um, body hair as well. And there's Love underscore Disfigure, which is run by Sylvia Mack, who's a burn survivor. And uh, that, again, just be- beautiful normalisations of, of all different types of, 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 of people. It's, again, not just white. Grace Woodward, who's a fashion stylist, and TV presenter and I like her because I think it's it's important to follow people that look a bit like you as well like so I she's like a size 12 to 14 which obviously isn't you know particularly large she posts like unretouched photos and sort of photos where she looks softer and more kind of you know like basically what we don't see in effing magazines and so that is I I find that quite helpful Stephanie Yeboa who's a, a like a very sort of well-known body positive activist and she's sort of come out against the infighting as well but just essentially she just wants everyone to have have a nice time and just accept she's very very um into the fat acceptance and what is also very aware that you will have down days but one but it's the whole the whole process is about making the percentage of your good days more and the percentage of your bad days less which i think is very helpful yeah they're they're my they're, they're my favorite that i, I like and that, amazing thank you and i think we'll put the, all those in the description of this of this episode if you want to go back and follow those uh, may i share i think the sort of trans i don't have anybody that very nice that i follow to add to that list but can sure. i share the sort of transitional moments where i decide my my active decision making to be like oh this is a fucking waste of time yes 100 percent. so i think i i get <laughs> I, I i err to the side of um quite nude quite a lot these days as in okay as in, I have absolutely no qualms about wearing uh, anything, and uh, if needed to take my clothes off, I wouldn't, wouldn't hesitate for a moment. And I think I do that, like I would happily go to a nudist beach, or you know, I w- wouldn't mind at all not having any clothes on. And I think I feel so passionately nude these days because I wasted such an unbelievable amount of time fearing that above all things i'm in that stage now like i still i would never go to a nudist beach i would never get my i get really nervous about showing my skin so this is great to hear that you okay well i do truly believe for you that there is a point where you're like oh okay that like you will be like yeah i could go to a nudist beach like no no problem and i think it's about realizing that like oh nobody at the nudist beach is really looking at you nobody really cares i got really into sort of walking naked around the changing room which i never ever would have done at the the gym because you always think like do those old ladies do they know that they're naked because they're really walking like they don't know (laughs) um and it turns out they do know they're just like yeah fuck you i've lived a really long life and i'm tired of being not of told i can't be naked or that something in me should be covered up Mm. and it's the very first time i did it i was like okay 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 put down your towel walk across the room (laughs) get that other towel that you don't need this is a pointless exercise and then walk back (laughs) without covering up and I remember being like I honestly was like counting and when I was like 
okay, here we go. And then I did it and I was like, ah, so alive. <laughs> and I walked back and I was like, no one's even looked up. Nobody cares. Like it hasn't, nothing has happened. And you know, it genuinely was my nightmare as a teenager that like I would, I would have these like terrible fantasies that I'd be involved in some kind of sort of triwizard tournament and it would be compulsory to like, it would be nude. You'd have to be nude. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I would be like, what will I do? Cause I won't be able to be nude. You know, it was the worst thing I could possibly imagine. And now I'm like, who gives a shit? Like nobody cares. Nobody's looking at you. It's just a, it's just a body. And I think if you are somebody who's listening and you're thinking, yeah, yeah, I'm nude all the time, then just (laughs) check out emotionally for a second if you're somebody who's like I would rather die than be nude and if your instinct when I say oh I love it and it wouldn't I would walk down honestly I would like walk around the park (laughs) if if the police wouldn't be like please madam get back in your house you look Um, great but again no one's saying you don't look fantastic but please go home um if you're thinking well of course you feel fine about your body I want you to know that I have, this is exactly how I looked when it was the worst thing I could possibly imagine. So the actual, my physical appearance has had no impact on that mental state. It's not like I suddenly looked incredible and then I was like, oh, now I'll be naked. You know, I look exactly the same as I did when I was like lying awake being like, what will I do when I'm trapped in the Triwizard Tournament and I have to get naked to save my family? And those were like genuine panicky thoughts I would have. And so it does just, it it is just a decision. It's a decision. Number one, the first decision is like, this has been a fucking waste of time and I am bored of carrying this around. And then it is exactly like you're saying, it's tiny little steps. It's like, can I take my towel off and walk to the shower in the gym? can I walk five steps naked? Then can I walk 10 steps? Then can I just walk around? Can I get my boobs out on holiday on the beach? Can I walk from the bedroom to the bathroom if that's something you can't out. can I have a, yeah, can I just be like, oh, my butt, here's my butt, you know? Can you start start with low-level mooning? Yeah, can you start with a moon and then work up from there, you know? Can you, so it is those (laughs) tiny, it's tiny, tiny things. You don't just go, you don't just wake up one day and be like, oh, now I can be nude. It is that like, okay, I'm gonna, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And it's like, there's. I read a a nice thing that was like, your body can wear a nice skirt and look nice. That's one thing it can do. But it can also learn to rock climb. It could also learn to roller skate. It could also learn to skateboard. It could also learn, like you did, how to do the splits. Like picking goals that are about like, oh, what, what, What's the like what a what sounds fun and or mm. b like a challenge that's got nothing to do with with aesthetics at all? It's like oh, I would like to learn to 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 do a cartwheel, and then you could that's an achievable goal that you can yeah, do. Absolutely, like so, so. Again, another thing that really shifted everything in my head is this um, improv an improv class I took. Hello, um, hello, Daily, um, Daily Mail readers, check out now. <laughs> <laughs> this this improv class with this amazing uh, woman from California and it'll sound all sort of hokey and hippie but it really it genuinely changed my life and we did a sort of eyes closed like you know work, warm up at the beginning that sort of wanky thing that you would <laughs> I do you were uh, say, sorry because you like moved in this way but I think you could say an eyes closed wobble <laughs> <laughs> and eyes this was sorry I don't know if this I was just wobbling around but it was actually a warm up Stevie understood um, it's the sort of thing that you would do at the beginning of like a team bonding class where someone's like just walk in your own space and like move your vertebrae up one by one all that sort of bullshit shit that people say and we had our eyes shut and she was like telling us to move our arms about and then she was like just be in your body and then she said your body is incredible it's amazing and I distinctly remember thinking in my head like well mine's not you know my I wouldn't just call mine incredible and she says I know in your head you're thinking well mine's not and I was like oh fuck <laughs> oh, yes I was and then and then she's like but your body does everything you ask of it 
It walks forward when you need it to walk forward. It picks things up when you need it to pick things up. And I was like, oh, holy shit. Yeah, my body does everything I ask of it. It is an incredible body. And it was a genuine transformative thing of not being like, oh, but it doesn't look sexy. It doesn't look incredible. It doesn't look this way. It's like, it's phenomenal. And even if your personal body does not do all the things that you want it to do, like you might have mobility issues or sight or hearing or any number of things that your body can't do for you but like I bet that you can do something that is somebody else's dream we have to come to the end I feel like this is something that we could talk about for several more hours because um it's so such a massive massive topic um but we do have to finish for sheer you know people have got things to do no people have got things Uh, to do things that people have got pasta to eat people have got pasta to eat and lives to live and people to feel good about themselves because they can do their body does it all you you're amazing you're you're amazing. If you are a teenager listening to this, like, um, Godspeed and good luck. And, like, I know what it's like to go through to try and be positive about a body that is changing by the hour. <laughs> and, um, and and you're just, you don't, you really, just, like, the best you can do, just sort of, like, just get through this bit, you know? And don't don't take on any of the things that make you feel you should. Any time that the word should pops into your brain, just try and remember that that doesn't really need to be there. Yeah, you know? that's like a disembodied patriarchal society telling you that rather than you telling you that you shouldn't have to do anything. But yeah, focus on what you're watching and looking at. Like, what look at your Instagram feed. Are they all kind of... T- is it just loads of abs? Because that's not going to help you. In which case, get rid of them. Like, get, get out, rid get of, out the of there. Like, you, don't, you don't need it. Like, you don't, you know, it's, just be aware of what you're consuming and how it makes you feel about yourself yeah and focus on on uh, in terms of your your body try and focus on things if you can based on how they make you feel so try and do like try and make your body do do something that you've always wanted it to do like like rock climbing or like i mean maybe not now but like yoga something that you're like oh i i, I could never like touch i can't i still can't touch my toes it really bothers me so i, I really want to try and, I, my one of the moments i want to be able to do a single press up not on my knees like 10 years ago of going to the gym still can't that's my one aim and it's nothing to do with what my arms look like it's just because I just want to be able to be like I can do a press up yes yeah 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 be about what your body can do not about what it looks like and get nude like Tessa's saying start and small get nude that start is my, small I, and this get is the hill I will die on you must get nude if you've never been nude before I this I you can message me if you've never been nude before and I will become your sponsor that's how passionately I feel about the nude issue also I'd like to do a quick shout out so I should be doing it now in lockdown but if you're listening to this post lockdown there's an excellent photographer called Alex Cameron she's Alex underscore Cameron on Instagram and she basically does confidence shoots which are in the buff buff and she makes you look powerful and and the best version of yourself and uh, yes I did one and uh, I don't regret it it was one of the greatest things what? I've ever done completely nude I didn't uh, it's it's not full frontal so it's like lying on a bed uh, basically I had a very oh bad oh my god let me see 100% no <laughs> let me see it <laughs> maybe I will yes maybe I will um, you should send me your nudes oh, right, so <laughs> I w- insist while I'm sending Tessa uh, my nudes um, you get your own nudes done and send them to Tessa as well because you want I want your nudes Send them. I, I imagine if this was just a long game for me to just be a real pervert on the internet. Send me your nudes. Send your friends your nudes. Like, if it, have, and also have friends in your life who are like, yes, please, I want to see the nudes. <laughs> but yes, please do get in touch with more episode suggestions if that and helps. nudes and also crucially nudes at nobody panic pod or email us nobody panic podcast at gmail.com And as we said at the start, I'll say it again. I'm on I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Stevie M. The S is a five. I'm at Tessa Coates and at We Pray Love. But yeah, thank you so much for listening and um, 
guys like we'll see you next week okay and just try and do one thing this week you that's positive are for your body. amazing your body is incredible it's so great bye see you next time bye bye hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains.